Charf here back on the Seek Lot. Special guests in the building, Syntax Centrifuge from Deep Space Five, also known as Joe Brewer. Any of you guys that do watch or listen to Seek First and Tiles podcast through the CHHCS network, he actually spent three or four episodes with us during the NBA playoffs, which I realized we haven't even got to talk about. So we'll talk about that too. A few things, man. Deep Space Five. We're going to talk about music. We're going to talk about a project that just dropped recently from one of the members of the Space Five. And then we have to get to your book, bro. Um, what is sport? I want to know where it came from. I want to hear, have you explain to some of the people as well um, why you did it, the way that it's laid out with any single sport that you can basically think of is laid out for you, whether it's, it's sport or not so definitely looking forward to that so joe brewer syntax is terrific welcome to the podcast man man it's so good to be on i thank you for having me and uh always being good to me about whatever kind of project or endeavor i'm i'm pursuing so thanks for having me back on indeed man for sure so i have to go right to the music thing again because i know that there are some that are going to listen that didn't get to hear the last time that you came on the podcast when it was seek first sports pod podcast but i think it's important for me to bring it up because it's a time where musically for me i'm kind of picky with my music very picky with my music um i like music so much that when i spend time with it i really listen to the words um, i always liked when multiple mcs were together and just by stance i'm in a christian bookstore one day and i'm like you know what let me go check out the music and they had it where there's a radio set up. You could lift up their little CD player. They were, some of the stuff was pre-owned. So you put it in, you press play. And I happened to grab the night we called it a day, bro. And older school hip hop here. So samples are important to me. Vinyls are important to me. And the first thing I hear, I went right to the first, to the title track night we call it a day. And the crack of the vinyl, bro, I was like, dude, I'm getting it. I listened to like the first three or four words went up, bought it because I had a CD player in my car. So I'm like, already know I'm going to love it. And when I go in, typically, I usually go look at other projects. I go look at individual projects, which will lead us to Crumb dropping something just recently. But how did that all come about? Deep Space Five, uh, basically collective, uh, super group and hip hop bunch of different MCs coming together, guys that make beats. How did that happen, bro? So for starters, I love hearing you talk about it, A, because it's flattering, and uh, B, we're, I think we're about the same age. We're definitely from the same generation, and so we just share a lot of kind of common perspectives on everything from baseball to music. We came up on the same music, and so uh, it's it, – your experience of going into stores and just hoping that there'd be something there that speaks to your heart is very, is very, very relatable to me. Um, so we've all been there and it's kind of, it never, I never quite get a, used to the fact that um, the deep space five might've played some role for somebody else in that way, in the way that so many artists did for me when, when we were both uh, younger, but um, to answer your question. Um, so man, child and I, uh, we're living together kind of right at the end of college. And I had been emceeing for about four years at that point. He had, he had started a couple years earlier and we were, uh, we were in a group together and um, you the and pride, I was talking. Right? 
Yeah, the pride. Yeah. And so the, this was this was around kind of 96, 97. And mm -hmm. uh, so the Internet sort of in its infancy and Manchild was always a hustler. So he was trying to connect with other kind of heads like from all around the country and share our music and kind of listen to what those folks were doing. And so we connected with this MC out of Albany, New York, uh, Sev Static, and then another group okay. called Lab Quick, Lab Click, uh, which was The Listener and Ill Trip One. And they were kind yeah. of from the Midwest and the Northwest. And um, so we were like sharing cassette tapes and stuff that, you know, just sharing our demo tapes. And, um, you know, that was kind of like at the advent of kind of rap super groups there had been the woo kind of um not too long ago and then we were we were really into j5 jurassic five you know mm, kind of west west, five, west coast yeah um they were kind of like you know that was you know the late mid to late 90s was, was kind of like the end of that um kind of that golden era that started right. in the early 90s and a lot of all the all, too, man. A say again a lot of backpack too high roll uh, you think about Souls of Mischief back then. That yeah, that, that's of, like the pure. That's that. Yeah, yeah that, that. That's like the sweet, sweet spot for backpack uh, sort of, sort of music. I mean, that was sort of that. Like the the backpacker movement was kind of what um, what came after that true school moment, and right. you know, it was a little bit more. It was a little bit more of a diversified moment. So you had a lot of a ton of white kids coming into the space, but you had a lot of you know just you know, people from different backgrounds coming to space. But the re the thing that sort of changed the dynamic was sort of, again, the internet, but also sort of the technological advancement where you could record and publish a lot easier than you'd, you could at any moment mm -hmm. in the history of um, music distribution to that point. And so that was really that like indie moment, like that 97 to 2000. So you had, you know, the company flows of the world and, um, right. you know, people that were just like pushing that, that, that sort of independent um kind of all in-house sort of for sure music experience and so we were i mean we were we weren't even on the periphery of that i mean we were nothing in the context of that but that's what you know we we were influenced by you know we were kids of the 80s right. and so we were influenced by sort of the you know the original sound we were heavily influenced by the true school whether like you, I can't remember if we were talking about this earlier, but you know, brand Nubian or Daylaw, I mean, all that right. early nineties. And then, um, but then we kind of came into our own in that kind of backpacker indie, indie scene and all those things sort of came together to produce something like deep space five at that, at that Indeed, time. Indeed, man. And it's like, I listened to, and then when did you guys do the night we called today? Was that 2009 or was that? No, no, no. So, um so um and uh we we just did our we just did our 20 year so 2007 gotcha right around the 06 07 because i think i grabbed it in 2009 i just knew that yeah. it was a couple years old at that time and so again, when we did me it's been so ahead. long when we did when we did 555 i think that was right at the end of 2007 i think is when we did i think that was our 20 year anniversary was 2017 so gotcha that makes um, so oh so so you know you know what though i'm trying i I'm, i should know this off the top of my head but i'm not sure that's in a while I'm, yeah it's been a while so the weird part is i mean we so that can't be right we need to while we're talking one of us needs right. to google it well, so 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 um so 
DCS five was started in 1997. Gotcha. So that's actually the 20 year anniversary. So I actually think night we called it today was like 2001. Wow. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Sorry. I, I kind of got confused there. Yeah. So these space was founded in 97. We did a demo. We did a, our first little EP um, probably in 98. Okay. And then I think, I think night we called day was 2001. I think that's wow. when it was. Yeah. Uh, it, it survived, man. I still listen to it today, bro. Well, the scene was so, you know, even if you'd found it in 2009, I mean, the scene was so lean. So when we came out, I mean, that was, I'm trying to remember if, so I guess Cross Movement was probably on the scene right before us. I can't yeah. remember if they came out right before us or right after, but, um, but I mean, the, the, the gospel hip hop scene was so thin God. Um, that yeah, 2002, January 8, 2002, yeah, up rock, yeah. yeah, it was an up rock release, and so I mean, up you know, Goatee was doing stuff, up rock was doing stuff, um, and so for the first time ever, you kind of had a reasonable critical mass of gospel rappers. So, like, I mean, when I like in when I bought my first gospel rap tape in uh 89 maybe it was either 80 it was right in that 88 89 so that was p that was a pid here we are okay and I mean, you know from be between then and you know basically the late 90s it, it was sort of like what you were describing like i would go in like you just a there was no internet to tell you when stuff dropped huh. and then b and uh. then b there just wasn't a lot being produced so every i would just go every week to the store and just pray right. that something would magically right. show up and you'd go six months at a time and there'd be one right. you know one release at a time but when we came out that was sort of the moment where it really sort of the industry sort of began to mushroom and there was just a lot more yeah. but it, that, 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 that way. yeah but that's why our album you know kind of like there wasn't it wasn't in a whole lot of competition with stuff at that moment because there just wasn't a whole all that to say there just wasn't a whole lot right. kind of in the and that makes sense. That I think I, I, I ended up running to like uh, shortly after that, um, you start hearing more. And I started listening to a lot of the uh, the soul. I listened to Manchild. I listened to the listeners. Like I thought I really, really enjoyed uh, Whisper Moon from Listener. So as I'm listening to all of the different artists, I started listening to like scribbling idiots, like I think Wonder Brown and some of those guys, Cass Meta, you you've done stuff with him. And I'm just like, you know what? How come I've never heard this? And obviously it had been there, but I hadn't really known anything besides like cross movement. Like I always thought Fanatic was dope. Um, he is. I, I always, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I always enjoyed it, but and it's not a knock, it sounded a little bit more commercial to me, even though it still has some of the grit to it. But when I heard the night we call it a day again, samples, I heard the scratch of the minor, I'm like, all right, you know what, let's dig in because that's where I want it to be. So when you think about that, if you started with you and Manchild, then you guys run into a couple of other guys. I mean, where's like Sivion and Fred Bruno and everyone else come in? Did were you guys all in the same circle was it like the thing on myspace was it just through Manchild reaching out to these different artists networking like he was yeah so i mean it was just kind of a slow build so we were going to these um these rap conventions 
in um, Orlando. They're called Cruvention, and they were the first. They were the first nationwide gospel hip hop conventions. And I mean, they were really, really lo-fi. So I mean, it was like seventy of us, like in this hotel, and um, this. There was this one. I can't, I can't remember his name. Um, Goddard. I can't remember. His, Jason Goddard. I think that's his name. But um, he was just out of his personal enthusiasm for gospel rap time. So, I mean, I mean, this is, this is literally 1990. I think, I think Manchild went on by himself like in 96 cause he graduated then. And I think he like, I think he went like right before like his last final or something just crazy. Weird. He drove all the way down to Orlando. So tunnel rats were out there. So, so um, LPG's earthworm, and see, I, I wonder, if, I don't know if we talked about this, have you ever even spent any time with those early, ton, like the LPG Earthworm record or the early, the first Not all Rats experience? Because that's, I knew yeah. Dev was with them. I knew like uh, back in that day, uh, like uh, Propaganda, some of those guys. Yeah. But, I have, but that was know, like, that, all of them. yeah, that was like second generation TRs. And um, okay. so this was like before that, but they were still like, they were, I mean, LPG and, and gospel gangsters were like the, I mean, they were the, they were the best in the industry at that point. And the gospel gangsters were all obviously doing yeah, I remember them. a little differently, but in terms of like, right. in terms of like, again, that sort of backpacker, like indie moment, LPG and the tunnel rats were, you know, they were obviously West coast influenced. Some of those guys right. had hung out at project blowed and um, uh, freestyle fellowship and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, so they were have you know they were like lyricist lyricists and they were kind of doing something that didn't i mean honestly they were kind of doing something that never been done anywhere it certainly hadn't been done in gospel rap and right. anyway they they were all these west coast guys are coming out to this convention and so greg and i manchild had gone to that first one we went to a couple of those and we actually met plato who goes by crumb now at gotcha. one of those and we didn't that's actually where at that crewvention is where that first deep space five um little ep was recorded so sev came down and um the listener came down and we recorded in a hotel room all five of those songs it was wow i slept i slept 11 hours over four days and i including no hours on the last night i'm 11 hours in four days um oh, and then we just drove, drove wow. back from orlando it was not a it was not a smart decision anyway so we we kind of and also through those conventions that's where uh, Manchild met dust and okay. um, I, I was going to law school and uh, Manchild kind of became part of Marzil, which was um, which was Dust and Rala. Mm -hmm.